that's just a general vibe around the place, but I dare fucking love Resident Bastard Evil Me. Boys and girls, so franchise, franchise buys games. It's the Resident Evil 2 episode. This is like the classic episode. The um not the dailies, not the dailies I'm doing at the minute. This is a this is me boiling the piss clean off a game that I've bought because, as we all know, franchise buys all of the games. Yes he does. Yes he does. Uh, I want to talk about Resident Evil 2. So Resident Evil's been fucking a big part of my game and life forever. I remember the first Resident Evil. I remember playing Resident Evil, and it was my first true experience of like a fully realised 3D world. It was like Mario 64. Did that come before or after? Because like N64 and PlayStation 1, it was the same area. You know what I mean? It was that. It was they were close. They must have been close. But a, like a lifelike world, this was my first experience, and I played it at a friend's house. And his name was Michael, and I, I used to call him Mickey. Not Mick or Mike, it was Mickey. And he had a PlayStation, he was an only child, he had a lot. He had lots of stuff, lots of stuff. Endlessly fucking jealous of that boy. Not now, not now that I buy all my own stuff, no sir. But back then he had everything, um, and I, I went to his after school. Because he'd had this new game. It was called Resident Evil. I was like, holy shit, let's play it. He hadn't played it yet. It had been delivered that day or something. And we booted up the PlayStation back at his house. And like, you know when things burn into your memory? Like, when people see you lying on your deathbed and your life flashes before your eyes. That opening cutscene of Resident Evil will flash before my eyes. Maybe I'll remember not another single game in memory. Apart from that. In the grand scheme of my life. I hope to go on, I hope this podcast becomes incredibly successful and I become a major influencer and I hope that when my life flashes before my eyes it will have a lot to do with the industry but that's by the by. The, that, that, everything about it just fucking spoke to me and stayed with me and the first time the dog jumped through the window and trying to figure out the fucking puzzles in Resident Evil 1 as a fucking prepubescent child who every two minutes had to stop and then rein his attention in because he was starting to get a raging fucking erection over nothing. You know what I mean? It was just hormones. The hormone soup years. Hormone soup and Resident Evil landed then. And it was just such a fucking pivotal moment in my gaming life. And then Resident Evil 2 drops. My god, everything about Resident Evil 1 was there. Just It, it felt more fucking accessible. Resident Evil 2, it felt like it took what Resident Evil 1 was. And just... Where Resident Evil had a lot more horror in the first one, I think. Resident Evil 2 is still dripping in that horror vibe. But you felt, I don't know, you felt a little bit safer. It was like a city environment. You weren't penned in this mansion. And it was just fucking unbelievable. Like, and I don't know if this is one of them things. I don't know if you've heard of the Mandela Effect. The Mandela Effect is where... I mean, the, its namesake is Nelson Mandela. Where everybody thought Nelson Mandela was already dead. And then the news came out and was like, uh, 2013 sometime, Nelson Mandela has died today. And everyone was like, hang on a minute, didn't he already die? But then there was no evidence of him dying anywhere. But everyone just assumed he was dead. And the Mandela effects this weird thing where uh, timelines and different universes bleed into each other. That's by the by. That's a story for another time. This is about Resident Evil. I always remembered Leon looking a lot different than he did. Like, I pictured Resident Evil 4, Leon, in Resident Evil 2, and I've gone back, when Resident Evil 2 came out, before it dropped, I went back and I watched 
countless fucking hours of Resident Evil 2 original playthroughs and like cutscenes and character comparisons. Leon was, I mean, he was ginger as he was ginger as out. He was the gingerest person I've ever met. What a bold move! What a bold move! I struggle, I struggle to find another. And I mean, this I haven't got nothing against gingers. It's the oldest hair colour known to man. Fact. Ginger back in the day was a sign of beauty. I think some ginger people can be quite striking. Uh, but a ginger protagonist. To let that sink in for a bit. When was the first, when was any other or since time with a ginger protagonist? I mean, Rorschach in The Watchmen, he was a ginger. I'm struggling, like, struggling to find a ginger protagonist. Leon was ginger as the come. I mean, that's that's gone. That went. Resident Evil 4 uh, fucking put an end to that. But playing through Resident Evil 2 the first time, like, I've still got fond memories. My mum and dad, old mama and papa franchise, were jetting off. Actually, I don't even think they were going together. I think my mum had won a trip to New York or something. And she was like on teletext or something like I, I can't remember the dates, but it was like oh, I'm going away to New York without you, and then in my prepubescent mind, the little genius bastard that I was, my prepubescent mind was like, well, hang on a minute, I'll probably get something out of this. Not only is she going to have to bring us back toys from New York, which she did, by the way. Um, just a quick side note: it was Power Rangers, it was Power Rangers action figures. Um, but these were action figures that weren't out in the UK yet. It was the action figure where you pulled down on the morpher and the chest opened and the head flipped round and they had a normal head and a Power Ranger head so you could actually morph them. You could actually morph them motherfuckers. Uh, had them before anybody in the UK. Well, not anybody, but like before the vast majority. That That's an end of that sideline. Before she went, I was like, well, what am I going to do while you're gone? As if I used to knock about with me mum. As if, like, as if she was me every... I mean, she is me everything. She's me mum. I'm a mummy's boy. But back then, I didn't knock about with her. I didn't play on the PlayStation with her. I never sat down and bust out a mint game of ac assorted action figures in a wildly imaginative world with her. She just provided me tea. And then a cuddle. You know what I mean? But, like, I was like, well, what, what, you're going away without us? You're leaving us? You're leaving us? She wasn't so she agreed that oh well I'll 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 a little sweetener a little sweetener I'll buy you a game and having loved Resident Evil One obviously I was like Resident Evil Two, Mama franchise Resident Evil Two it was coming out like that week, fucking in some serendipitous twist it dropped that week, so she brought Resident Evil Two home and I didn't see the light of day for about four days. I did multiple playthroughs in that time, uh, all the way through, me and nice guy Johnny, who still friends with now, he's the audio engineer on the Happy Accident podcast, recording tonight, by the way, you should listen to that if you enjoy laughing, but um, me and nice guy Johnny would sit in separate houses, just playing Resident Evil 2 for hours, then every now and again we'd go to each other's house and watch and play Resident Evil 2 for hours, and then we'd be like, oh, I've got the hunk playthrough, Oh, I've got the fucking tofu playthrough. It was just absolutely fucking wonderful times. Wonderful times. And then the Resident Evil series sort of started to drop off after that. Resident Evil 3 still carried the torch. 
which is the classic Resident Evil, and then after that, Resident Evil 4 changed the game. Changed the game. Fucking unbelievable game. Over the shoulder, it was fucking perfect. The tank controls were gone, it was over the shoulder, it was just a fucking amazing game. And then we got into like 5 and 6, where Resident Evil didn't know what it was anymore, and we had the various spin-offs on the Wii, like Resident Evil 1, but it was the shooting gallery, uh, which was a decent game, by the way. I, I don't know of a Resident Evil game to have came out that I haven't played. Code Veronica. Fucking Revelations I didn't really dabble in, but anyway, that's, that's a story for another time. Uh, six and seven... No, sorry, five and six were weird. It started to, uh, like... It, the Resident Evil lost its roots. It started to go back into fucking... More action. Chris Redfield on human growth hormone just action games as opposed to its roots which was the one of the first true survival horrors you know what i mean and then uh resident evil 7 came out and resident evil 7 f went right back to its roots perfectly for the first two thirds of the game and then that itch to do something actiony kicked in towards the end and it got all weird and it it lost itself a bit and then out of nowhere uh Resident Evil 2 gets a fan remake and then Capcom shuts that shit down and they're like actually we're doing it we're building we're working on a Resident Evil 2 remake fast forward to 2019 January 2019 and here we are um, and can I just say for one fucking minute game of the year contender straight away we're in this weird fucking space in the industry now where January releases just dropping in and just jumping into that game of the year contention straight away. Year's gone. If you dropped in January, you were forgotten about. You weren't big enough if you dropped in January. Now we've got like Resident Evil 2. Built from the ground up. Rebuilt. Uh, in the Resident Evil 7 engine. Absolutely grotesquely stunning. I have never in my days... And I've played many a zombie game. I have never seen more terrifying depictions of walking corpses than I have in that game. Just the level of care and attention to detail I've gone into. Oh man, the first time you shoot one in the midsection with a shotgun and it drops. And you think, oh well that's that done. And then as it drops there's like a shudder. And the top half of its body detaches because the shotgun's just sh shredded the connective tissue. And then it's just the top half of its body just keeps dragging its fucking intestines along, still wanting you. You think that's these little things that you don't see in other games? Nobody's done this before? Yes, the zombie genre is fucking. It's been done to death. Yes, I'm still waiting for Left 4 Dead 3. But on the whole, the zombie genre's been done to death. And then. Resident Evil 2, a remake of a classic, is bringing these fresh twists to the fucking game that haven't been seen before. They just haven't. Well, I haven't. And if you have, by all means, fact check the shit out of us. But, like, blowing them in half like that in such a visceral way as well. They, they, they haven't gone lightly here. They haven't gone lightly. This is a visceral thing to experience. Headshots. Headshots on these fuckers. I'm coming from a time where a headshot, didn't matter what you were fighting, a headshot was a headshot, you were putting them down. You know what I mean? And zombies, you destroy the brain, you destroy the zombie. 
you always go headshot. Always. You fucking twenty year later you forget that Resident Evil, the classic Resident Evils, they weren't doing this headshot malarkey. You I mean, you just aimed up on the old games, you aimed up. You know what I mean? There was no accurate fucking aim. You just aimed generally up in the direction of the head. But uh, fucking jumping in and that first experience of a zombie when you're walking through a fucking dark, dark fucking corridor and it's the lighting's amazing and the fucking sound design's chilling and you've got that palpable fear that you haven't had from a Resident Evil game. Well, you did in 7. Let's just fucking disregard that. You haven't had from a Resident Evil game for years and it's done so much better than it's ever been done and then you're the first fucking zombie encounter and you think ah oh, well no worries over the shoulder camera I've got this put it up aim for the head pop headshot you think ah, this this isn't going to be too bad and the head reels back and you see chunks come off it and you're like we, we, this fucker's not he hasn't dropped he hasn't fell to the floor yet and then the slow fucking recoiling of the head back up to like a, a normal position. And there's a chunk missing out of its face. A very highly detailed, grotesque chunk missing out of its face. And it's still coming. I lost the ability to shoot immediately. I went from being a fucking classy marksman putting one bullet right between the fucking eyes. And then shot seven bullets into the space around the zombie i didn't even hit his torso the panic set in that quick my thumbs might as well have been toes i was just fucking bladdering bullets into fucking walls bookcases uh puzzles i was just fucking anywhere but the zombie and it's that kind of shit that the resident evil 2 remake just totally changed the game up with the first time you get the hint of a liquor not i'm not talking about the like the window scene when it crawls past but that first time when you see the dead zombie with a radio on and you walk over and interact with it and you sort of pull the head back. It's, I mean, it's a, you'll have seen it. It's, it's, it's been maimed to death. I even did one. Uh, if, I was, if I could be so bold as to share with you. The meme was uh, when you ate and you find your dad's dirty razor at the back of her bathroom cupboard and think now's the time to become a man or something along them lines. And it's, this zombie's face is just ripped like in off. It's jaws barely hanging on. The, the you can see all the connective tissue with the muscle. It's just beautifully grotesque, like nothing I've ever seen. And that theme runs throughout. There is nothing in this game that's been half-assed. Not a single thing. It's not as if like they've left a bookshelf and just thought, well, it's in HD. We'll just leave it. They're like no, it needs more detail. It needs more fucking lighting catching the spine of these books. We need uh, more fucking. Everything needs to be more wet. Everything seems wet. Just wet and damp. And imagine if you were in a, a survival horror experience. Imagine being in that experience. Now imagine being in that experience damp. You know what I mean? It just. Ugh. Ugh. It just added another level. Another subconscious level of fucking dread and despair and this oppression of this fucking this horror just looming down over you what a fucking game what a game so anyway people started speed running this thing people started speed running it in sub two hours I think there was a glitch 
that I saw where somebody managed to spawn two Mr. X's, you'd have seen countless, countless fucking uh, in, like memes of Mr. X, the tyrant. Uh, you're saying can't, he can't be killed. You can't kill him. Don't even bother. Just run. Just run. That's another thing. That bastard. We'll get on to him in a sec. Um, but people are like doing sub. This guy was on for a sub one hour one hour speed run, I believe, is what I read in the article. And that to me blows my mind. Yes, he was exploiting certain bugs in the game. Um, which fair enough. If the bugs are there and you can exploit them for a speed run, do it. If that's your bag. If you are in fact a speed runner. Do what you need to do, you know what I mean? You, you'll get no judgement here. But uh, he was speedrunning and managed to fucking spawn, because of these bugs, he managed to spawn two Mr. X's. And that's just funny as fuck. That is hilarious. You can't even kill one. And he's just there all the bastard time. Um, My run, my first run with Leon, it took me ten hours. Ten bastard hours. People are speed running without bugs in under two. Ten hours. That we've spoke about this before. Trip advisor. Fucking trip advisor. That's me. Every inch of every room I was just compelled to explore. And it's just it doesn't even feel like ten hours when the when the the, the environments you're in are just so stunning, man. So stunning. Every now and again you fucking regret that like cause the game will make you shit yourself several times to the point where you will audibly scream if you if it catches you that unaware you will make audible sounds of distress uh it happened to me a couple of times and it, it mainly for me when i was opening doors and things were on the other side of them that i wasn't expecting or the game knew you'd had a quiet couple of minutes and it had like planted something like a like a corpse eye but like a corpse hidden in a locker maybe so you just think you're searching lockers looking for bullets and then out drops a corpse that's that's not good like that's not good for the blood pressure but moving back to that Mr X what what an absolute coup what a coup just the ever present threat done phenomenally well so well like I'm I'm struggling to think of another game where the ever-present threat was as ever-present or as threatening as this big bastard. First time I met him, one shot, blew his little hat off, giggled at myself, and then I was just faced with the cold, dark, horrific reality that I couldn't slow this bastard down, and he was coming. And then that moment lasted for the next three hours. He was everywhere. I ran and I ran and I ran and I took fucking little windy routes trying to lose him and you think oh I can't hear him anymore that's good I'll, I'll crack on with the game now and then literally 30 seconds later you just hear the faint thud of his giant feet and you're like oh fuck he's coming back and it's just superbly done absolutely superbly done I found Claire's playthrough a little easier than Leon's playthrough and I'm not sure if that's the way it's supposed to be I thought Claire was supposed to have, if mem memory obviously doesn't serve, but I thought Claire had the harder playthrough, uh, and I fucking flew through Claire's playthrough. I haven't finished it yet, I'm right at the end of Claire's playthrough, but it's fucking, I flew through that. Like, that gives the confidence to think, actually, I could speedrun this game in under three hours, I think, which then you start to unlock 
unbreakable combat knives you start to un once you get that you start to unlock uh, fucking rocket launchers with unlimited ammo magnums unlimited ammo submachine guns unlimited ammo you start all these unlocks come when you start getting in these s rank times when you you're fucking smashing it in under three hours and under two and a half hours on hard and stuff like that yeah but where i think the series goes now so what i will say resident evil 2 is 100 percent 100 percent game of the year contention before actually before i move on to where i think the series goes next yeah one thing i did notice is i don't recall this in the old game or maybe i did but it made perfect sense in the old game so with it being rebuilt from the ground up uh I don't recall, so somebody please fact check this for me. In Leon's A playthrough, so Leon, the first playthrough you'll do with Leon. So, you get the Magnum by finding a badge with which turns into a flash drive. Hang on a minute, I'm going to pause you right there. Somebody's at the door, the bastards. What I should have done was just not bother telling you. I should have just took an, an optimum pause time, paused it and then carried on. You would have never known, you would have never known, but I broke the floor, didn't I? Broke the floor anyway. In the old game, in the original, in the classic, in the classic Resident Evil 2. So, this one, you get the Magnum, you unlock the door to, like, this weapons locker using a police badge that flips into a USB. Now, I don't think that was how you got that in the first game. But I can't fucking remember, because it was that long ago. Now, if you have changed, uh, which they have, they've changed some things. The alligator fight in the sewer, for example, that's changed. That's an entirely different piece of gameplay. Um, so if you have changed the game to be more modern, okay, so we've put USB drives in it now, why... When I'm stumbling across fallen members of uh, the Special Forces unit, which Hunk is part of, their bodies are strewn about about the labs. Uh, why am I finding VHSs? Huh? I've got USBs, which are unlocked doors. Why have I got actual VHS tapes? Lying next to these special forces bodies. Why? What? What? What kind of equipment are these special forces guys running around with? If they've got a full VHS recorder on the back, just constantly recording the camera on the chest or helmet. Full VHS recorder. Let's call it a Ferguson Video Store. If I can. If I can find a USB drive and access a computer, and I don't think USBs were a thing back then. <laughs> Again, stop as if I'm wrong, but I don't remember in 95 saving things to anything other than a floppy disk on a rare occasion burning them to a CD if I was feeling a bit flush because I'd got that new CD drive and I bought a CD burner. Like... I don't remember using a USB drive at all in the in the nineties. Not then, two thousands, aye, but in the nineties, was that were people using USB? No, 
DVD was kicking off. But VHS was still a thing. I'm almost certain VHS was definitely still a prominent thing. But if we're going to bring USB into the game, why am I picking up tapes? Why am I pick? And why, when he died, did he just... Who ejected that? You know what I mean? Who ejected the tape? And it, why? What, who rewound it? You know what I mean? I mean, let's let's be honest here, Resident Evil. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I just found it odd. I found it humorously odd, is all. Uh, I just thought I'd point that out. VHS tapes lying around in a world of USB. Moving on, where do I think the series goes next? So I think, obviously, the next logical step is either Resident Evil 8, learning from everything they did in Resident Evil 7, possibly, what I'd like to see is Resident Evil 8, and I'd like to see that done in the style of Resident Evil 7, the first two-thirds of Resident Evil 7. I want to see, I want to see true survival horror in first person, uh, and I want the ability to play it in VR, because Resident Evil 7 in VR was fucking terrifying. There's things you can, there's places Capcom can go with this. You know what I mean? That's what I'd like to say next. Almost like, so if I was to take Battlefield as an example, you know, Battlefield, uh, and there are other games, you could actually, we can use the Star Wars films for an example as well. So one year, you get a numbered release, the next year, you get a spin off. Then you go back a numbered release, spin off, numbered release, spin off, etc. etc. What I'd like to see now is Resident Evil 8, and then the following year, the the Resident Evil 3 remake. Remade in obviously the, the, the RE engine. That's what I'd like to see. Resident Evil 3 Nemesis was another fucking absolute classic of a game, an absolute banger. Tell what else I wouldn't mind either. Um, what the fuck was it called? On PlayStation 2, I want to say. Uh, it had to be PlayStation 2, because I played it online. And it was, I had to go out and buy this the online adapter for my PlayStation 2. And you plug that chunky thing in the fucking side there, wire that motherfucker up. And the, the only two games I played online on the PlayStation 2, to my knowledge, uh, was uh, there was a Smackdown vs. Raw, which I played online. Or like a Smackdown, fucking just bring it or here comes a pain or something. One of them was online. Maybe it was the first Smackdown vs. Raw, actually, I can't remember. And there was a Resident Evil game called Raccoon... Raccoon something? Raccoon City something? But it was essentially, it was Resident Evil online. You dropped in and it was like a small mission that you played through with three other people. Uh, obviously no comms whatsoever nobody was, nobody had fucking comms nobody had fucking mics well, it, it, this was early early online days this for, for consoles anyway uh, so there was no mic support nothing like that but there was a fucking Resident Evil game and for the life of me I can't bastard remember it and I'm going to quickly while I've got you while I've got you I'm just going to jump in here and I'm just going to go Resident Evil games and then I'm going to see if I can find the fucker in this list um, two, seven, 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 seven. Uh, no, none of them. None of them. None of them. Was it Outbreak? Was it Resident Evil Outbreak? Was that the one? 
Was it Outbreak? Does anybody remember this other than me? It might have been Outbreak, you know. I'm going to click Outbreak. I'm glad you're here for this, by the way. I'm glad you're here for this. Resident Evil 2 Outbreak. Uh, online playability for PlayStation 2. That's the one there. Outbreak. I wouldn't mind seeing something like that. I wouldn't mind seeing them dip into one of the old forgotten fucking properties. One of the forgotten titles and bring that back. You know what I mean? That's what I'd like to see. That's what I'd like to see next from the series. But boys and girls, that's it. For me, that's the Resident Evil 2 episode. Absolutely fucking loved the game. Uh, everything about it was fucking perfect. Everything about it. You pick a facet. Don't even bother asking us. Don't go, well, was this facet perfect? Because the answer is yes. Mechanics, perfect. Gameplay, perfect. Lighting, perfect. Sound design, perfect. Pace, perfect. Just everything I needed it to be. Everything I needed it to be. I am biased because I'm a huge fucking Resident Evil fan, but I think the review score said it all. I can't even think of a of a bad thing that I could bring that apart from the VHS. And that's not even bad. That's just comical. But boys and girls, that's been it. That's been it for my Resident Evil Two piece. I will be back next week with some more of them fucking choice cuts. Stop by the old franchise butchery and tap us for 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 some more choice cuts. News from the gaming industry, hot takes, you know what I mean? Come on down. Uh, until next time, have a bloody lovely weekend, will you? I mean, if you listen to this on a Tuesday, you've still got a while to go, like, but when you get there, have a lovely weekend or enjoy your Wednesday. Until next time, blitters.